The first phase of the cycle of emotion is disbelief. During this period of time, when the market starts going down, the economy starts slowing down, smart money is already selling into this. But the vast majority of the population has a disbelief. They're still, I wouldn't say delusional at this point, but they're just going status quo. They don't really, maybe not tracking it as much, and they don't realize that we're at a top. So it feels like we've already gone past that, that cycle of emotion. It's kind of a disbelief. Welcome to the Market Call Show, where we discuss what's happening in the markets and the impact on your investments. Tune in every Thursday on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Market Call Show. This is Louis Giannis. I am the founder of WealthNet Investments. Today, we have an interesting topic, and I'm really excited about diving in, so let's get going. This is Louis Giannis, and we are doing a series, a mini series called The Summer Shorts. And I'm on episode number three, and welcome. I hope you listen in and have something that you can gain value from this. Let me tell you a little bit again why I want to do the Summer Shorts series. I think that we're going to have a lot of noise that's going to happen in the next 12 months. And right now we're in summer and people are in vacation mode and things seem a little bit calm. But there's many indications that there might be a little more noise, maybe even a lot more noise that's going to affect people's ability, I think, to make smart financial choices and choices in general in life. So I've been going through and talking about some ways that I've learned and some ways that I have found from experience and from other smart people who know a lot better than I do about certain things to be able to avoid making bad decisions and actually having a better life when you have a lot of things that are going crazy and chaotic around you. So in the first episode, if you didn't listen to any of them, I highly recommend going back and listening to them. The first one I was talking about really how to decipher what's an important piece of information for you, and really how to focus on your own personal economy, not on the economy. A lot of people are so tied up with the overall economy because there's so many high inflation and all these things that are happening, and we can get preoccupied with that and lose sight of our personal economy. And so I'm focused really on how, in this series, you can use your personal economy as a guidepost for better happiness and success. And so the first one I talked about deciphering what's important and what is noise. And the second one I talked more about protecting your mind and deciding what information is relevant to you and really how to find truth. I highly recommend listening to that because I give some very specific things and guidelines, almost like a checklist to think about when you're listening to the news, when you're listening to a podcast, if you're listening to me, or if you're reading anything that you're looking through on how to actually deconstruct messages and to see past many of the traps and look at what is important to you and really be more of an essentialist where you're focusing in on what is important. Today, I'm going to be talking about the cycle of emotions and avoiding the noise that comes from the cycle of emotions. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because when we have a bear market, which arguably we are in a bear market in the stock market right now, there is a sequence of emotional events that tend to happen throughout history. Now, in my hand right now, I have a book 
written by Frost and Prechter. It's called The Elliott Wave Principle. This is one book that kind of talks about the cycle of emotion. And there's others out there like the madness and delusions of crowds. And sometimes it's really important to understand and try to see what kind of fish bowl we're in right now. I don't know if you've ever seen that picture of a goldfish that's in a bowl and jumping out of the fish bowl. When you're in the water and you're a fish, you don't really see the water. And sometimes we have to actually step outside of ourselves and try to look about what's happening and understand what's happening in the overall and understand what's happening. So I wanna go through some of the basics of the cycle of emotion when you're in periods like right now. And it starts off at the top of the market. Now, it wasn't very long ago, January of this year, we were at a peak in the market and everything looked great. Everybody was talking about how their home prices have gone up. Everybody was feeling good inside. And in the meantime, valuations were really strong and the market started coming down a little bit, but nobody believed that there was a problem. So the first phase of the cycle of emotion is disbelief. During this period of time, when the market starts going down, the economy starts slowing down, smart money is already selling into this. But the vast majority of the population has a disbelief. They're still, I wouldn't say delusional at this point, but they're just going status quo they don't really maybe not tracking it as much and they don't realize that we're at a top so it feels like we've already gone past that that cycle of emotion it's kind of a disbelief i feel like we're finally getting past the disbelief phase because it really wasn't but a couple of weeks ago people were still saying hey look employment is still good our government officials by the way were telling us that everything was fine we're raising rates but everything is good we'll be able to withstand this so that disbelief is now becoming into the next phase, which is hope. Uh, this is where I think we are right now. Hope is basically characterized by people being kind of frozen. The average investor, I think the average person is just like, well, it always goes up in the end and they're kind of frozen or they're just not sure what to do. It's, I don't want to say it's like a deer in the headlights, but it's like that. It's not quite that bad. But in that hope phase, there's a lot of people that will be coming out and they'll say, we're bottoming right now. This is a buying opportunity. Always buy the dip. And the reason why this is the case is because when the market is moving higher and higher, all along the way, the right thing to do was to buy the dip. So after you come out of a recession, things go positive and there's a whole nother cycle of emotions that go through bull markets, which we're not going to cover today. But as you're going through, buying the dip was the right thing to do until it's the wrong thing to do. And that happens when you start entering the bear market. So I think right now we had that first little dip that was only down like 10% or so. And there was a lot of hope. It's like buy the dip, buy the dip, buy the dip. That's what everybody was saying. And then we rolled over. And one of the things I've talked about is that volatility is higher. You have these big up days in bear markets that you don't see necessarily in bull markets, which is counterintuitive, but volatility is higher on the way down. So anyhow, so this cycle of emotion goes to this frozen state of hope. And then what happens is it becomes a realization and an understanding and then the masses slowly get it. And then you generally have a fear, panic or a throw in the towel type of a move. So the fundamentals are always lagging, by the way. When I say fundamentals, I mean the earnings, the GDP growth, the unemployment figures, all those things that you learn in business school. Prices tend to lead that. So prices will start telling you what's going to happen. Sometimes prices are wrong. Where we are right now, I believe the prices are not wrong. 
I believe the prices are actually telling us something that's important. So inflation has a big, big effect. And I think a lot of people were just saying, hey, inflation was is going to be transitory. There was a big buy the dip type of a thing. And then now it's like, well, maybe it's not transitory. And then now it's like, wow, inflation is a problem. We have to deal with it. And we're jumping and we're increasing interest rates rather dramatically. It's been a long time since we've had a 0.75% increase in one Fed meeting. And if you look at inflation where it is right now relative to the interest rates, we're behind the eight ball here. And this is the real issue. So if that is true, then we could be setting ourselves up for moving into that last phase where there's fear and panic. A lot of people have not sold at all have not reduced risk in any way. A lot of people think I'm a buy and hold investor. And one of the things that happens is, and I've seen this happen several times in my career, people start thinking I'm just gonna index for the long term, that's always good, and I don't need to, I can handle it and all that stuff. And then you hit a 50% decline or a 35% decline, and people sell, and people sell at the wrong time. All of a sudden that long-term plan doesn't work. There's that old saying, you know, you always have a plan until you get punched in the face, kind of a thing. So preparing is really important. Prepare, don't predict. If you worry about your investments, need to make complex financial decisions, or pay unnecessary taxes, a lack of proper financial planning and investing may already be costing you a great deal. When you are ready to turn your peace of wealth into peace of mind, go to wealthnetinvest.com and click on the schedule a call button to talk to us and get a free consultation today. Again, let's go through those cycle of emotions. It's disbelief, smart money is selling, then it goes to hope, and then there's people are kind of frozen. There's a hope that the market's going to go up. And then it turns into a fear and a panic, throw in the towel type move. And that last move can be pretty dramatic and pretty quick. And sometimes you can have 15, 20%, 25% declines from there. What the good news is, is that a lot of the money that is made after you've had this cycle of emotion. So it's our job as smart people to not fall into that. So I want to talk a little bit about how to avoid that cycle of emotion and to avoid the noise. This is all about us staying solid as a rock. I heard an analogy from Marcus Aurelius, who is a Roman emperor who was like a really amazing philosopher, talked about how I want to be the rock that is being crashed over the waves. Things are moving around chaotic about me, but I'm a rock throughout this all because I have fundamental principles and that's what we want to be. We want to be like a solid foundation, a rock with fundamental principles along the way. So here's what it really entails. Number one is have a good flight plan. You have to have things thought out in advance. So if you have a good flight plan, then you know what you're going to do regardless of what happens, right? Secondly is you have to acknowledge when there's turbulence. Instead of just hoping that things are okay, really try to be objective and look and see and acknowledge the turbulences that is around you. And the third thing is to have a detailed plan on what you're going to do about it. And I know this is so basic, but it's absolutely critical to know what you're going to do about it and to have commit yourself to regularly reviewing things and to land a plane safely. It's like a good pilot, you know, a good pilot. If you go into some turbulence, they're going to pick up the monitor and they're going to tell you, you know what, we're hitting some turbulence, acknowledging that we're having some turbulence. And what we're seeing is a wind out of the north and we've made an adjustment. We're going to do this and that's going to be here. We got a great 
flight plan in place and here's what we're doing about it and I'm gonna let you know when things we've turned that corner and we're gonna regularly review that and land the plane safely the same concept for your own personal well-being avoiding the cycle of emotion and having good advisors who have this philosophy that have a good flight plan help you develop a good flight plan acknowledge when things are not being just this buy and hope and just let things ride somebody who acknowledges what is happening has a detailed plan about what they're going to do about it and regularly review and communicate with you and you communicate with them if you do your own investing you do that with yourself you have a good flight plan know what you're going to do see what's happening around you but instead of focusing in on the news and that cycle of emotion understand that these cycles happen many experienced investors probably are already doing that now but it's a good reminder for us to think about that so that's what today's summer short is about the cycle of emotion how to recognize be like that fish that jumped out of the fishbowl and see the water recognize what we're doing what type of emotional cycle we're in see and have a good flight plan make those adjustments and commit to regularly reviewing. That's all for now. I hope you tune in to the next summer short where I'm going to be talking about defining your personal economy. And I'm going to talk about some specific steps on how you do what I just talked about. Okay. I hope you're doing well and we'll talk to you later. For the latest episode of the Market Call Show, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to marketcallshow.com for all our past episodes and sign up to get alerts for new episodes. If you enjoyed the content of this episode, please leave us a five-star review and comments. The information in this podcast is informational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific, individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. WealthNet Investments is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where WealthNet Investments and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure.